My tranny rack 28 itches. Podcasting from Portland, Oregon, this is Tranny Rack. On today's commute cast, I talk about why podcasters and listeners should fuck each other, and I show you why mainstream radio fucking sucks. How the hell is everybody? Today is Sunday, May 28th, 2006. My name is Rebecca Ney and you're listening to Tranny Rick Radio. Whether you're listening from trannyrec.com, MySpace, or podcasting, thank you so much for being in my fucking whorehole today. Not to quote the great Cheryl Murkowski, but either way, thank you so much. Let's go ahead and get this clusterfuck train wreck show started by playing a song off of the Podsafe Music Network. This is Bionic Vagina by Jim Stein. You know, I saw last night on my TV, but it wasn't looking Batteries. 
had a real good heart Cause he knew what was important And he always had spare parts by Jim Stein. I have to wonder if that's what a uh, transsexual's pussy is called as a bionic vagina since it's uh, basically reconstructed. God, I want one of those. I need to really get on that. So, um, not a whole lot's been happening uh, in my life, um, basically. So I'm not going to bore you with that. Uh, you know, here's the thing. The thing about a uh, audio blog is, I think it turns the idea of an audio blog turns a lot of people off because, you know, uh, somebody's going to get on here and talk about what they had for cereal this morning. Oh, by the way, I had life. By the way, it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, so you know, if we really wanted true reality radio or reality TV, it would be of Americans sitting in front of a TV getting fat or in front of a computer getting fat, which is, I think pretty much the case in our household. So, anyways, I've got something a little different for you today. Uh, I finally fired up the iRiver and uh, got it working. And what I decided to do is do a little experiment where I basically did what I'm going to call a commute cast. So that's what you're going to hear the majority of the show. Now, the sound quality is not as good but you'll still be able to hear what I'm saying. Um, basically, uh, what I found out is I had the iRiver hung around my neck on a little cord that came with it, and I had a the headset microphone that I used for my first 10 shows plugged in so I could drive and talk at the same time. But what I discovered is apparently the microphone on the iRiver is still turned on as well, so you've got two microphone sources. So I'm going to have to figure out how to change that. So, you know, because you'll hear a little bit of feedback from the iRiver microphone as well. But uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this commute cast started. I will be breaking in to play a couple of more tunes for you, and then we'll wrap it on up. Hello, Tranny Rec listeners. Today is Friday, May 26, 2006, and I am... Testing out my new iRiver. Um, I did some tests on it last night, and what I'm using is my headset microphone that I use to uh, record for the first 11 shows. And 
well now I'm using it for the eye river and so I'm actually going to put this on my podcast feed for trying at 28 I don't know how it's going to sound um, but uh, you know we'll see how it sounds coming off of the feed you know because I do listen to my own show after I post it just to give myself feedback since uh, a lot of you fuckers don't ever write me but that's alright anyway so what I'm doing is I might call this a commute cast it is Friday morning before the long weekend the long Memorial Day weekend and uh, I'm just getting in the car with my boyfriend Alex so you know this mic picks up a lot of background noise so when you're doing uh uh, a sound scene tour slash commute cast like this, it's kind of a good thing. You're gonna say hi to my listener, sweetheart? Hi. He's tired. He stays up all fucking night playing World of Warcraft. I didn't play World of Warcraft. Oh, you didn't play last night? No. So you were up until 2 a.m. doing what? I was watching TV and homework. You were doing TV and homework until 2 in the morning? 1.30. Till 1.30 in the morning. And you went, okay, so so every other night he stays up until 1.30, 2 o'clock playing World of Warcraft. And last night he played, he did his homework. So, trying to break listeners, you be the judge there. <laughs> I did my homework. I didn't play. Okay, okay, okay. I believe you. I believe you. I don't want you to start beating me up while I'm recording the show. So, yeah, we're just barely getting started with our morning drive. It's a little bit after 7 o'clock. I'm going to take uh, Alex to work because, uh, well, I am his taxi driver. But, oh, he just hit me. Uh, I guess he didn't want me to tell you that, but oh well. So, um, so yeah, we're just getting started here. And what I think I'm going to do is uh, hit the uh, pause button. Uh, or whatever it is, because like I said, I'm new to all this thing. I'm used to being stuck in front of a computer while doing the show. So I'm going to hit the pause button, and uh, while Alex is with me, and then maybe once I drop him off, uh, I'll get back to speckling with you fools again. Love y'all. Do you ever think that everyone in Texas fucks their sister? Stars at night, a big and bright. Big in the heart of Texas. Well, come find out what really happens in Texas with Mikey Pod on the Bayou. With Michael Heron at MikeyPod.com. Michael serves his listeners even in the face of danger. When Hurricane Rita approached, Mikey Pod was there. Look at the waves. I can't just sit here anymore. We've got to go outside and cover this. I'm going to take my recorder outside. Are you going to out there? I have to, Brandon. I owe it to my listeners. Michael, no. We're just going to go outside. I can't just sit here and let this happen without people knowing. I've got to. The real deal. Mikey Pod on the bayou. Count on him for more. Unless he's had a hard night the night before. And then, well, it, it's kind of iffy. Mikey Pod on the Bayou. He's welcoming you right now. Subscribe at MikeyPod.com or look him up in iTunes. All right, training Jack listeners, I'm back. 
Uh, although you haven't missed me because there will virtually be like probably no time in between when I just last hit the pause button and I uh, had Alex in the car. Um, it's just kind of weird how podcasting kind of fucks with time. Uh, you won't listen to this for probably days later. So, but uh, anyways, so yeah, this is all new to me. I'm I'm here in the car. I'm driving. I just dropped uh, Alex off, and uh, you know I'm on my way to my work. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm right here off of a. 181st Avenue and uh, getting ready to get on I-84 here in Portland. Not that you give a fuck about that because most of you don't even live in Portland but either way. So, you know, I'm getting ready to get on the freeway, you know, and I I think one of the things I wanted to experiment with, this is a total experiment. I've never done this before and uh, I'm kind of single-minded, single-tracked, so if my, if I start, you know, talking and I have like one word followed by, it's, you know, if I start talking really slow, it's not because I'm stoned and tired like I was on Yeast Radio one, one night. Yeah, it's because I'm distracted by whatever's going on on the road. Because obviously, you know, talking to you is important, but uh, driving is the first and foremost important thing. But, you know, I'm on the freeway. It shouldn't be that difficult. Uh, The traffic is going to start to slow down here in uh, uh, a few minutes. you know, because it generally takes me an hour to get to work when I drive. So, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I'm not to bore your socks off. One of the things I kind of wanted to do is uh, uh, share with all of you what uh, radio stations that I listen to during my commute. No, I'm not just going to turn on the radio and not talk. And that would be fucking stupid. But uh, just kind of share with you, like, my opinions on things that I hear on the radio. Uh, I just listened to the, uh, one of the local sports stations, because I guess I am a sports fan. Uh, ESPN Radio, it's the Colin Cowherd Show. Colin was a uh, local sports, uh, TV sports person before he uh, left Portland and hit the national airwaves, but uh, he was just interviewing some, apparently the Indianapolis 500 is coming up, and I'm not a NASCAR fan, but I might have to watch it this time around because of uh, Danica Patrick. She's like the only, I think she's like the only female uh, driver, and uh, apparently she placed fourth See, that would be, give me a reason to, see, you know, sometimes I become addicted to certain sports for reasons that have, like, nothing to do with sports. And I think in this case, because there's a, a female driving in the, the race who is actually really good, uh, I'm going to be voting for her, rooting for her. Especially since some jackass, I guess, I think it was yesterday, I can't remember his name because I don't know the names, 
of all of those jackasses in NASCAR. But apparently one of them said that uh, that what NASCAR is like no place for women. You know, that women shouldn't be in NASCAR. They're not good enough to be in NASCAR. I don't know what the fuck he said. Something to that extent. So, you know, when I hear shit like that, it really makes me want to, uh, uh, you know, it, when I hear something like that and I hear that a woman is competing and getting out of it, it's like, go Danica. So I'm, you know, I may end up not watching it. More than likely I'll forget. Especially if it's on a Sunday and I'm doing a show and the weather's nice or whatever. But whether I watch the Indianapolis 500 or not, uh, go Danica Patrick. Fuck. Prove these bigoted, sexist assholes that think that, you know, you shouldn't be able to drive because you're a woman. Wrong. Now, you know, like I said, I know I am somewhat of a feminist. I'm not a total feminist. I, uh, you know, the, the, there, there are certain things that uh, women, um, just from an anatomical perspective, would have would struggle with. Like, you know, I agree with the fact that there's an NBA and a WNBA because if you now, now there are a few women that I think could play in the NBA, you know, and, and not get pushed around, but. Uh, most would get absolutely abused playing the NBA just because they're smaller and, you know, women typically don't have the same muscle mass as men. So, you know, there are certain things in, in the sports world to where, you know, you know, things aren't even and it's for an anatomical reason and it's a no-brainer. So, and I know some feminists are going to disagree with me on that, but you know, most of them probably aren't sports fans either, so they're just looking at things from a total sociological perspective that men and women are equal in every way. And, you know, biologically, that's not true. But when it comes to driving a fucking car, come on. There's, you don't, no, no, I don't buy that at all. Uh, women... You know, driving a car or golf. Women can do that just as good as guys. So, you know, and I hope Danica Patrick proves these sexist asshole wrong. So, anyway, that's my little topic there. Let's see what Colin is talking about. I'm not going to leave it on the stage very long. Because I know most of you don't really care for sports. That's alright. That's why I don't talk about, like, sports that often on this show. Usually only during college football season do I even bring sports up. Uh, I didn't really talk about basketball this year because, well, the Jazz didn't even make the... I mean, they had a 500 record, but they didn't even really... They're not that good yet, but, you know, so, you know, and I don't have cable, so that's another reason I didn't really talk about basketball. So... Alright. Great three-point shooter. So, but he's also a great defender. Who the fuck but are you talking about? If you look about? at the Suns, I mean, they're not winning oh, with talking these. talking about the Suns. You know, they'll, they'll give a little resistance, <laughs> but they're trying
doesn't really affect them. You know, we saw him win game six, I think it was, against the Lakers without Okay, Bell. this is boring so you already. Right. Let's go to Liberal Station. They're America's Station. Throughout the month of June, AM620 KPOJ weather. As we head into this holiday weekend, we'll have a few showers around. We'll dry out toward Memorial Day. A shower or thunderstorm possible today, high around 56 to 59. Tonight, a shower, rumble of thunder, 49, then lingering shower, 56 on Saturday. For the Weather Channel, I'm meteorologist Ed Levy, AM620 KPOJ and 620KPOJ.com. Sylvan provides a distinct advantage for your child. You gotta love the commercials. Like, that's the one thing I love about the, you know, mainstream terrestrial radio is like at least 30% of the content is commercials. And, you know, and I wonder if podcasting will ever. I know people want to make money off of advertising on their podcasts, and to be honest with you, I'm no different there, but, you know, I would. I just can't ever see myself inserting more than, you know, and I don't even know if I'd want to insert an ad because just traditional ads are boring. It'll be interesting to see what, uh, what happens with this whole Earthlink campaign on the pod show uh, uh, podcasts on Adam Curry show and Magic show. Basically what they're doing for those of you that don't listen to any of the pod show podcasts is uh, Earthlink is challenging the listeners. Earthlink is one of their sponsors and they're challenging the listeners to create their own advertisements, their own ad spots. And supposedly those ads that Earthlink chooses to use in, in the podcasts, uh, the people that create those will get money. It'll be interesting to see how much money they do get. But, uh, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, but I, I hope podcasting never gets as bad as terrestrial radio to where, like, you're hearing advertisements like every 15 minutes and you're just hearing like, Five minutes of boring fucking advertisements where your brain because at that point for me as a listener of a podcast I'd probably shut it off if it got that bad because one thing about podcasts that's uh, different from uh, radio is the intimate relationship that the listeners have with the podcaster I, I know a lot of you absolutely love me and I you know I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you but but you know either way it it, it must be like podcasting itis or something but uh yeah it's I you know that the people that I listen to I've become really attached to you know I think I mentioned that when I listen to uh uh Madge, that the, the funeral of Madge's partner Gussie or if you want to go out of character, Juan. Um, uh, you know, I fucking bawled my ass off there. And, uh, you, know, was, you know, I never even met Richard Bluestein or Madge or, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call her. Um, you know, but I became attached to her by listening to East Radio. So, and that would probably be the same with quite a few shows. You know, like Adam Curry, his mother is was ill and more than likely I would say within the next year it sounds like to me she's probably going to pass on 
and that will, you know, and Adam is going to share that probably with the, the Daily Source Code listeners. Um, I don't know if it'll be as intimate as uh, Madge's experience with losing her partner, but I think, you know, I, I know I, as one of his listeners, will be really affected by that because I've become attached to him as well. Um, I don't know if I've become attached, as attached to Adam Curry as I would, you know, some of the other podcasters I listen to, because, God, fuck, what do I got, a cock growing in my throat or something? Just all that phlegm building up? Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, I don't know if I'd become attached to uh, Adam Curry as much as I would, um... I realized that radio was a little loud and I was talking over it. I'm a dog fuck. As I would like other, uh, I don't think, you know, let me repeat this for the third fucking time. I don't think I'd become as attached to Adam Curry as I would uh, some of the other shows I listen to. Simply because, you know, Adam's, you know, about the only thing I have in common with Adam Curry is we both do a podcast. And me starting Tranny Wreck was, uh, you know, inspired uh, by, you know, Adam's show, The Daily Source Code. I mean, his show basically gave me the belief that uh, I could do my own show because, you know, you know, and the idea of starting a podcast never really even, uh, you know... You know, I, I flirted with it when I heard, um, uh, what's, what's her name, Cone Bremer's podcast out of the UK. She's only done like two or three episodes. I'm like, I think that was the first transgender podcast or radio show for that matter that I listened to. Um, you know, I, I'd heard about, you know, and then, then of course, Gender Talk was the one I listened to after that, and then that's when I heard about Trans FM was through uh, Gender Talk. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, like I said, Adam Curry gave me the belief. I mean, the idea of doing my show had kind of sprouted up before I listened to the Daily Source Code, but I'm like, you know, my voice is a little too fucked up to do a radio show. And, you know, that, that might still be true, but fuck it. Um... But, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to do one anyway. Uh, it's still recording, yeah. Fuck, I've been recording for almost 15 minutes. So, you know, I, I wanted to do my own radio show anyway. And so, that, uh, you know, but I, but in listening to Adam's show, gave me the belief that I could do that. See, I'm repeating myself like 400 fucking times because, like I said, I'm, you know, I don't have show notes and uh, I'm just driving you know, in slow-ass fucking rush hour traffic, but, um, so, so, but that's the only way, yeah, my point was, that's the only way I can really relate to Adam Curry, I mean, he's, other than that, he's, he's a celebrity, he, you know, sounds like to me he makes a pretty decent living, um, yeah, and, you know, I, although I, I have to admit that listening to his show, uh, tells me on many levels how much it sucks to be famous. Uh, Although I wouldn't say Adam Curry 
is famous on the same level as like a Hollywood movie star or even, you know, Howard Stern. You know, everybody's heard of Howard Stern. Not everybody's heard about Adam Curry because, like I said, maybe if you talk to like the MTV crowd that was watching during the late 80s, they'd go, oh, they'd all go, oh, yeah, I, you know, I know of Adam Curry. You know, and love him. But uh, nowadays, really, the only people that have heard of Adam Curry are are really the the strong MTV junkies and those that uh, listen to podcasting, listen to the Daily Source Code. So, but you know, and it sounds like to me, he's probably more of a celebrity in the in Europe than he is in the United States, for that matter. So, but either way, you know, just he's you know. Listening to his show, you know, I have become attached because he lets you in. He does share intimate details. You know, I know more about Adam Curry than I'll probably ever know with any of the people that I've worked with over the past four years. You know, Ethan St. Pierre listening to his show. I know more about him and I've never I've never even met these people in person. You know, Susan Moses, yes, I, I I did meet her in person and uh, uh, you know you know and so so I got to know her on uh, you know but it was weird because I'd been listening to Susan's show for several months and it was almost like when I met her it was totally comfortable you know it wasn't like meeting a stranger it was like seeing an old friend or something, you know, that, that you knew all about. It was, it was, it was really, it was kind of a fucking mind trip. Um, because I think she was like the first person that I had listened to before meeting in person. So anyway, I, I think I'm fucking rambling. You get my point about the intimate relationship between listeners and podcasters. Um, that are special and it can't be replicated anywhere else. And, you know, advertising and money can be made off of that too. But you got to do it in a way where your listeners don't feel like you're selling them out. Where, where you know, they, you know, when you're doing a show, you're still doing it, you know, for them and not to make a buck. And... You know, that's a fine line there. I mean, I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, let's use like the distorted view, uh, for example. Um, Tim Henson makes no qualms about, uh, he's very straightforward about the fact that he wants to make money with his show. Um, and that the irony there is, you know, because of the format of his show being a comedy show, his listeners would be okay with that. I think the key is you just got to be honest with your listeners. And honesty and integrity is like one of the most important things to me. And Tony Rick listeners, you have my pledge that, you know, I, I may not share everything with you because there are certain things that do have to be kept private, you know. And, and it's really not my privacy that I protect. It's the privacy of others that I would protect, you know, as far as what I do and don't say on this show. Um, The only thing about, you know, my life that I'm going to withhold from you is, at least for the time being, is the name of my employer. 
because I really don't want my job to be officially and directly connected to this show because then it's you know, my employer could come back and say, okay, you got to watch what you say on the show because it's going to represent anything you say on the show is going to reflect back on our company because your listeners know who you work for now. You know, and we, uh, although maybe that's being a little over paranoid, uh, there's always the possibility that happens. Anyway. I think I'm going to go ahead and stop this and, because I am in major traffic now and i got to get over. I'm stuck in like one of the slow lanes on the freeway. Oh, looks like I just got over okay and I haven't been hit yet. But anyway, I, you know, I don't have much else to say and I don't want the entire show to be uh, done from my car. Hey, especially when it's just something as ordinary as a commute. But... So, uh, maybe I'll talk to you more on the way home from work. Um, maybe not. Uh, this whole little experiment is done for now. Bye, everybody. In lieu of this discussion that uh, I had in the car about the relationship between podcasters and their audience and this whole exciting brand new phenomenon of podcasting, I'm going to go ahead and play a song off the Podsafe Music Network, of course. It's called Pod People. This is by Monk. I hope you enjoy it.
Hello, Trainee Rec listeners. I'm back. Uh, it's actually been like nine hours for me since, uh, you know, I recorded the, the morning commute. It's probably only been, you know, four to five minutes for you because I'm separating this with a uh, Podsafe music song, of course, off of the Podsafe music network. But anyway, it's still Friday. I just got off work and I'm getting ready to do my uh, commute home. What I've kind of decided is that uh, everything I've recorded today is just going to be one episode of Tranny Wreck. And uh, I'll throw in a song probably in the beginning, middle, and end. But uh, so, so, yeah, and uh, you know, this morning I was going to kind of sample some of the local radio stations and just kind of comment on what I think is going on with you know, mainstream and terrestrial radio versus podcasting. And I think I kind of went on a tangent on that subject about the relationship of podcasters and their audience, which, you know, I've already fucking went over, fucked and raped and killed and all of that stuff. So we won't hash that topic, at least not in this episode again. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is turn on uh, AM620 KPOJ which is the Air America station, and hopefully it won't be in a fucking commercial, which, you know, the chances of it are very high, but and we'll listen to a little bit, see what Randy Rhodes has to say about the state of the world, and I'll try to tell you what I have to say about her show, which is on right now, as it's uh, just a little bit after 5 o'clock here on the Pacific Coast, here in the good old United States. Here's old wow. Laura and I value our friendship with you, your younger friend, George W. Bush. But I only met him during the Ann Richards campaign. No, you did business with him prior to that. This guy not only gave you $300,000 for your two goober campaigns, but he raised another $100,000 for the uh, Bush 1 and LF campaign. So, you know, let's, 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 uh, let's just think this through. Think what through? Will Bush send a man named Kenny Boy Lay to prison? I mean, Lay is not a good name to have in prison. He might as well tell his cellmate his name is Pincushion or Child Poker. Oh, Ken Lay is who she's talking about. He understands. So I don't think it's bad enough that his name is Kenny Boy. I can't see Bush sacrificing his poor friend to fed prison with a name like Kenny Boy or Lay. I do. I think he loves sending people to prison. Actually, he loves killing them. To change his name for him, render him to an Eastern European prison, and exchange the $100,000 in campaign contributions and the $300,000 in Goober campaign contributions into cigarettes, so at least Kenny Boy will have something to bargain uh, so people won't pincushion him. You know what I'm saying? This is just, you know... Okay, this is boring. Really, partnership. She's uh, basically. I'm turning this down. She's talking about uh, the whole Enron CEO Ken Lay, and uh, I guess she's skeptical that Bush is really going to send uh, him to uh, prison. Well, I, as far as I know, at least it's not supposed to be Bush's choice. Uh, what will be interesting, and you know, and I just listened to. You know, the, as much of the conversation on that Randy Road show as you just did, uh, Training Rec listeners. But, you know, it's, it's not really, as far as I know, or at least the way it's supposed to be, it's not really Bush's decision to send Ken Lay to prison. 
what he can do is pardon Mr. Lay, which I don't think he would do because he's so fucking unpopular right now. Um, President Bush, that is, that I'm talking about. Everybody knows that Ken Lay is not popular. But, uh, you know, what, what makes me wonder is, you know, the kind of corruption that just got exposed at, with Enron, you have to wonder how much of that is happening with every large corporation uh, in the United States, and or in the world, for that matter. Um, you know, most of the really super giant corporations are started or were based in the United States and you know I might be wrong on that but at least that is the perception of an ignorant uh, American transsexual so anyway I guess that's what's happening on Air America let's go to we already run to the sports station let's go to the, uh, the fluffy top 40 station which gets more listeners combined than both of these AM the sports and the politics station Saying so we gotta go over to. Uh, it used to be Rosie 105, now it's 1051 the buzz. Aquarium. We have a winner selected by the judges. She's on the line right now. Her name is Kendra. place you're going to have a, a wonderful time. Tell us the story that you told the judges. Um, well, my husband and I have been married for three years, and we have had a really rough three years. Um, I had a really close brother who passed away our first year marriage. We moved to Oregon from where we were. He started law school, and we had a baby. I was hospitalized for three months during my pregnancy. And when my son was two months old, I was born out to a hospital in Utah for almost four months, and my husband as soon as he had to take care of our newborn and go to law school at the same time okay so you had college and you had all these bills like for, uh, for hospital bills what? yes so we have you know hundred thousand dollar bills we've oh. got loan bills for law school and we're we just had our anniversary and we haven't even been able to celebrate well now so. you're going to celebrate you're going to the beautiful uh, surf tides inn it's on the beach of lincoln city you're going to have dinner. oh my god Skippy, that's awesome. Yeah, well, we all, <laughs> obviously, dinner we'll for two at Key West. You're going to have four tickets for you and um, your husband, whoever else, to go to the Oregon Ghost Quarium as well. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, you guys. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, call us back and tell us how, uh, how much fun you had, okay? What kind of land? Well, I you guys a postcard. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. All right, hold on one sec, Kendra. Let's get some details there with 1051 to Buzz. Kendra. 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 You think I really talk uh, like this in life? No, I don't talk like this in real life. But I'm a FM radio DJ in a major city, yes. Let's play some chili peppers. Yes. So, anyway, so that's what's going on with the. Let's see what else. Let's kind of tune the dial and just see what other trash is on the. Uh, FM stations. Let's see. Can we do scan here? Yes. An oldie station. No commercials yet. Wow. Beaverton attorney Paula Barrett encountered the night. I voted for you in the uh, presidential primary, and I. 
And this scans pretty fast. The election of a totalitarian government that fuels the war. An extremist government. Oh. To re-elect this government this is, is to ratify uh, a policy of war, of democratic security that has afflicted civilians, this families, is the, um, and that local has promoted displacement. We reject their election and the policies of the current government. However, yesterday the government What's announced the the that it will revoke voting it. booths from rural areas in southern Colombia. Daniel Garcia Peña, who is managing Gavidia's campaign, is extremely concerned. Uh, in many of these areas are exactly where the political Gatico has been there. It's had important votes in recent, uh, recent elections. The, uh, the, right, the, the, you know, the marches that took place uh, just uh, last week in the Gulf and so forth. So these areas, uh, the, 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 the government is saying that there are security reasons to move the voting, uh, the method of the voting, how you the voting, into the, uh, from, uh, away from the rural areas, into the urban areas, into the cities. Uh, uh, which obviously makes it very difficult for people in the countryside to come in and, and to vote. I don't even think you can hear uh, what he's saying. Which is quite ironic because you know, on one side the president is saying that the Seguridad Democratica has been able to pacify the country. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, they are in fact uh, uh, alluding to security so I have reasons in order to justify uh, the moving of these, of, of these voting places. Another advantage of podcasting over traditional radio is uh, you can start from the beginning, you know, you don't just have to interject in the middle. So you, you know what's going on. You're never really going to tune into a podcast in the middle without, you know, unless you intentionally skipped over to the first part of it, which, you know, you have the freedom to do with a podcast. You don't have that freedom on traditional radio or even streams, for that matter, unless you, you know, you're dead, unless it's a downloaded show. Okay, the traffic is going to really fucking suck tonight, I can tell. Um, yeah, so I am really fucking tired, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm hoping I can give you guys enough material, at least through this commute cast. That's what I'm going to call this episode, is the commute cast. And don't worry, Trinity listeners, you're not going to start getting commute casts every week. Uh, I know the audio quality is going to be not as good through recording in this medium, but like I said, this is kind of a test. Um, I'm actually going to invest in uh, a microphone that picks up more background noise to do like what they call sound seeing tours. For those of you that don't listen to a lot of other podcasts, um, you know, and, and they can be really cool in the right environment. You know, I definitely plan on taking uh, the I River with me to the Portland Gay Pride and uh, talking with different folks there, you know, and asking them what they know about uh, transgender issues. So, you know, that's coming up in a few weeks, and that'll be kind of interesting to take all of you with me to the Portland Gay Pride. Um, speaking of Gay Pride, um, one of my friends, Trina, who I, you know, She's li- she listened to the show a little bit while she was visiting me here in Portland. Uh, is gonna try is gonna be going to several gay prides throughout the summer, and uh, is going to be distributing uh, leaflets uh, advertising the show in Trans FM uh, at the different gay prides. And uh, if any of you and I know there's a, a couple of my listeners in the UK, I think 
it was either Luca or Katrine volunteered to pass out uh, training wreck flyers at the Gay Pride there in the uh, UK. Um, if anybody wants to do that, at, in, in going, if anybody's going to the Gay Pride in the respective town and wants to promote my show, uh, you know, let me know so I can, you know, send you some flyers. I'd be more than happy to do that. And I'd be most appreciative, and uh, I'll find some way to make it up to you. Um, I'm actually planning on compiling a CD of all the skits that I've done. And, and uh, I know I haven't really done a skit for the last few shows, and I apologize. They actually take quite a bit of time to put together. And uh, lately, especially this week, I, I've been kind of somewhat of an insomniac. I had a really hard time getting to sleep at a decent time uh, all this week, but uh, but you know so yeah I'm making excuses, but uh, you know like I said uh, with the with the Sci River the show is taking on a new dynamic, and that the dynamic is of doing shows outside and away from the house. So you know please let me know what you think about this. Uh, Definitely, you know, write me. You know, send my email address is trannyrec at uh, gmail.com. My voicemail line is 503-608-7363, I think is what it is, or an easier way to remember is 503-60-USE-ME. Uh, like, I said, I, like I said this morning, I had doing this show without any show notes. And it's just kind of an on-the-fly, very raw thing. But, uh, you know, hope you like it. Um, I think I'm going to start wrapping it up here because my mind has not given me really anything else to talk about. I've kind of given you a tiny sample of Portland local radio and what I think about it. And, uh, you know, Randy, oh, oh, I know who I want I want us to go listen to. Uh, let's listen to a conserv the the conservatives talk station for a minute. There's this guy on. His name is Michael Savage. He's fucking crazy. And sometimes I listen to him just because I'm in a crazy fucking mood. And uh, you know, let's see what this crazy jackass has to say. Oh, of course it's on commercials. You know, why wouldn't it be on commercials? I was... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's commercial for a fucking jack. Oh, here we go. Hope you can hear it. I'm turning it up loud so you can hear it. Set up the halls. It's going to pick the radio up. Since Vicente Fox has become the de facto president of the United States, dictating to us our border policy, why doesn't Bush uh, become the president of Mexico since he loves them so much? That's Now, there you go. That's a trade-off. Listen, I had an idea, and you have to take it for what it is. I really think this is a good idea. I don't think it's too self-serving. Remember I said to you the last power we have is the power of ridicule of the John McCain's, the... Um, uh, I'll read you the names, uh, the, the, the politicians, all inspector. Uh, you can name them, they're in my book, okay? There's 49 names, I'm not going to read them all. But let's say you want to get even with all inspector for what he did last night. Or with George W. Bush for his sellout on the border issue. 
or a Democrat like Jimmy Carter, or a pundit like James Carville, or Hillary Clinton, or Katie Coran Couric, or Howard Dean, or Maureen Dowd, or Diane Feinstein, or Newt Gingrich, or Ruth Gator Ginsburg, or Rudy Giuliani, or Al Gore, or Jesse Jackson, or John Kerry, or Larry King, or Rush Limbaugh, or any of them. I'm going to give you permission. I hope I don't get sued for my publisher, but you, you, I'm, give, you, I'm giving you permission right now. Take the copy of the book you have, make a photocopy, I'm giving you this permission, of the person that you want to make the point with. Like, let's say All Inspector, okay? Photocopy the picture of All Inspector from the political zoo from the book you bought, who I call Duplicitus Moderatus, the Pennsylvania Scotch Possum, and mail it to All Inspector with a little note on it or whatever you think on the other side of the paper. In other words, take the caricatures, the ridiculing caricatures within the book, that are in the book. And I'm not saying like Abby Hoffman steal this picture. Don't rip it out of my book in a bookstore. But if you bought the book, you have my permission to Xerox it and send it to the person who you've had Thank enough you so of. Thank so much, How's that? Michael. I wouldn't buy I don't know what else to suggest. Though. If you do it enough times, like John McCain, Stockholmus, Blemish Eye, the Turncoat Mole, well, if he got a thousand such letters into his office, he'd come to understand that we don't believe a word he says. Or Feinstein, with that goody two-shoes outfit of hers. If you took that picture and you sent it to her. This is definitely one of the American talk radio conservatives that thinks that... Uh Oh man, his his views are fucking crazy. He thinks that like most of the college professors should be put in deternment camps because they're not they're teaching un-American ideas. I think he believes that every uh, uh, immigrant that came across the border illegally should uh, obviously be deported. He doesn't view them as per people. I remember one time he played the audio of a beheading on his show, and that was, I personally, I just, I just think that's uncalled for. Why, why the fuck would you want to play audio of somebody being beheaded? I mean, I, I guess it's great shock value, but, you know, but this guy, I think he really has got... Michael Savage, that is. He's really got some mental issues going on up there. He's a fucking Looney Tune, and, you know, he's in the heart of San Francisco, so, God, he must feel really, he, he has to be reviled there. I wonder if he has, what, four or five listeners in the San Francisco area, but, but he, what's interesting is, is how many stations this jackass is on. I mean, I've done some traveling through a lot of rural areas, and invariably I can find his show. Not that I look for it, it's just when I'm out in the middle of nowhere, I'll scan through the FM, the AM dial for anything that's of interest, and, you know, in the afternoons, uh, you know, I'll find his show. So, yeah, this guy, you know, too bad I, you know, what he was talking about now is kind of fucking boring, but... He's uh. About to give me a $300 ticket. How about we make? He's yeah. He's 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 fucking crazy and out there. So anyway, that wasn't all it was cracked up to be. I promoted a fucking lunatic show, and he didn't even give me any good content to to rail on him about. But uh, 
Well, Trainee Rick listeners, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this show up. You know, I all fucking love you. I, I, I think what I'm going to do is just throw all this together, put some pod safe music in there, and uh, call it uh, an episode. And uh, this is, of course, uh, Tranny Rick 28. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and probably throw this all up tonight, and just kind of take the weekend off to. Uh, work on my website and uh, try and get WordPress installed. That's my goal this weekend, so since the weather's going to fucking suck for most of it, I should be able to get that done. I love all of you. Emails trainyrec at gmail.com voicemail line 503-608-7363 If you've already sent a voicemail I'll definitely get it played in next week's show. Now is your opportunity to send one as well. Love you all. Bye-bye.